At 722, we are joined now in our studio by Northfield's Director of Library Services, Natalie Draper. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Jeff. Thanks you so much for coming in today. Thanks and, for having me. And being so well prepared, hey. you brought all kinds of stuff with you today. Oh, right. I know. I made up for my lack of a visual aid last month by bringing in a really big visual aid this <laughs> A <month>. giant visual <laughs> aid. And it's only one of three. You're All not right. even seeing the whole thing here. Yeah, I know it's it's so big and Rich won't come in and help us out. That's so all right. I, do you want to describe it for the It the is listeners? a uh, is that part of a mural? It's very col- colorful. It sure is. It has some characters in there that somewhat resemble a frog and a cat and uh kind of a for a, yeah, maybe a fish type thing, and uh, some meditating I, monkeys, and a few things. <laughs> meditating monkeys. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I more. really have I I can't even imagine. I mean, my <laughs> my imagination does not go that far out <laughs> to understand what that is uh, in conjunction with what what is that? It is one part that the folks at home can come and see on October twenty first. We're going to unveil this, but it is one part of a triptych mural. So it's three pieces. Um, that will be on the end panels of the shelving in our children's section. It's a little bit of artwork that we commissioned for children. Uh And we're positioning it more at youth eye level. A lot of artwork we put up at, you know, somebody who's roughly my height to appreciate Mm -hmm. for children to be able to appreciate it on their level. So we're going to have it on the end panels of the shelving. So it'll be um, three pieces in our juvenile fiction section, kind of right when you first walk Mm -hmm. in. Um, and the artist is Rocky Casillas, who is a fabulous um, artist and designer and also executive director of Sharing Our Roots. Um, so he kind of does, is he kind here of does town? everything. He is local. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I think we've had Rocky on. I'm sure you've had Rocky on. <laughs> Rocky's, Rocky's, Rocky's great. But, but not as an artist. I was trying to recall uh-huh. what we had him on for. He's a, uh, I, I believe it was farming, yep. if I'm not yep. mistaken. Farmer, artist, you know. All um, right. So I met him at our Hispanic Heritage Celebration last year and followed his Instagram, and I really liked the artwork. It was, um, I thought, very unnecessarily geared toward children, though I think it somewhat is, um, but would resonate with children. It's a very, very affirming, supportive messages about mental health mm-hmm. and self-acceptance, and I, I, was, um, I, I enjoy following his Instagram, and I thought that that artwork would translate well into sort of a, a mural that's more in a visual format that resonates with children, which is graphic novels. They love graphic novels. If all we had was graphic novels, that would be all we needed, right? (laughs) So um, the mural is more in that style. That's why it has little speech bubbles. All the text is in English and Spanish and all the activity depicted while it's magical and fanciful with like fish with legs and and giant cats and um, one-eyed creatures. They're all... um, engaged in community activities that you might see in Northfield. All right. I so like it. That's a, that's a real, that is a very, that's going to catch the kid's eye. It's There's no doubt about colorful. that. So good work. Good work, Rocky. <laughs> great job. Um, and also interpreting really mm-hmm. kind of a complicated um, request from us, I think. <laughs> so it's amazing. Let's talk about some other things that are going Absolutely. on. What do you have going on? Is uh, the Oasis Project, is that, uh, tell us what's going on with sure. that. So the Oasis Project um, will be a sort of a satellite location at the NCRC. Um, there is a link space that's frequently used, much in the way that community libraries are used, which is for meetings and gatherings and Sitting and um, reading mm-hmm. <laughs> and playing. Lots of there's toys and things in the space and books and so this space with the 
city managing the the building um, gave us an opportunity to go in and um, imagine a library in this in this space. It's between um, the CAC entrance and Head Start. Mm-hmm. And you know, NCRC serves folks from cradle through retirement, from Head Start over to 50 North, and everybody in between. So it's a really great opportunity for libraries to co-locate services with other human services. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big push in a lot of cities to bring social work into libraries, and the, there's a kind of a the similar trend to actually move libraries closer to more social services or housing, public housing. Um, this is something kind of in the, in between it's, you know, a space on the, it'll be on the South side of town, close to the high school, close to the middle school, most of the schools, the new spring Creek Two housing development that's going on. Um, this could conceivably be the neighborhood branch library. What, uh, how big of space do you have? It's not big. I don't okay. know exactly the square footage, but it's, um, it's, it's exactly right. I think for a small amount of shelving. So it'll have a popular collection, um, lots of stuff for kids, um, lots of stuff in other languages. And we'll have, we have, as it has a nice patio access, so we'll have a little story time patio space out there. The, mm-hmm. um, we had volunteers through United Way's Day of Caring from Rebound came and like helped us clear out the landscaping and they did it so fast and it's amazing. So we're ready to lay a, a, a nice patio there for the spring um, or in the spring. Also in the spring, folks can look forward to being able to pick up their holds at this location. So outside NCRC, like outside the CAC entrance, there will be a 24-hour remote locker You'll be able to select that as a location for where mm-hmm. you want your holds set to. And your holds can be coming from anywhere in the Selco region or in the, um, in the state. So you'll scan your card and a little door will pop open. And your holds will be in there. Wow. Maybe it's a sewing machine. I know because we're going to be checking those out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so you'll be able to get your holds from this locker outdoors. So if your schedule does not allow you to get to the library during the daytime and the only time you could visit the library would be at night, you know, it's difficult to get your stuff. So mm-hmm. this will be an opportunity for folks who maybe have a harder time getting downtown. Maybe it's they're they're receiving services through NCRC and so that's a more convenient location, but twenty four hours a day. No, um, will that uh, will the Oasis be staffed uh, whenever they're open, or is it more of a self-service type thing? A little bit of both. Okay. Um, it will be staffed, um, probably not all the time, but we'll be programming the space, so we will have people there to do library mm-hmm. card sign-ups, to do story times, to do different activities, computer classes, and um, it's the same level of service that they expect in the, in the library downtown. Um, but we will have a self-checkout, much like we have downtown, too, so that when it isn't staff, people can still use the library. They can use the space. They'll be able to use the computers. Mm-hmm. All right. When uh, do you anticipate uh, that being fully operational? We're phasing it in through 23. So mm-hmm. probably beginning of 24, it'll be completely like ready. Do you think this is going to start a uh, trend uh, within Northfield? Will there be uh, additional little satellite oasis operations? Uh, you're going to have to wait and see how it goes. I think we're going to use this as a model. Okay. Um, I sure hope so. And I think for um, I think for rural communities to look at, you know, we're we have a lot of folks who are limited by transportation, right? And 
it doesn't always make sense to go out and build a great big huge branch library everywhere to connect people but we have a lot of people who are effectively we're calling it the oasis because you're effectively in a desert right mm-hmm. if you don't <laughs> yeah. you don't have access and if you can't get there you know it's a difficult walk from that building to the library or from you know other parts of town if you think about having to walk along the highway or across you know, if you are on foot, if you have children with you, if you have an armful of books, it gets even more challenging, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're pressed for time and maybe you have a couple of jobs. And so there are a lot of limiting factors. But if you think about, like, the benefit to being able to go to a space and to sit and maybe just read the paper without the expectation of spending any money and, like, how rare that can be in, mm-hmm. in small towns and rural communities. And so for, the, for us to think about collocating in other spaces, you know, and the NCRC gives us a really good opportunity to show what that what's possible with that. I think that that could serve as a model and for other communities like us too, to look at, you know, how could we use this space maybe to create some indoor community gathering, working meeting space, um, that is freely available mm-hmm. and easily accessible and can be very powerful that can loan you a sewing machine. Also as that, well. Also that. You know, a sewing machine that caught my uh, attention. There, <laughs> what are there other things that you uh, loan out? Uh, yeah, we have uh, we have sort of a library of things now. Um, we started this with a grant that we got um, through State Library Services um, last year to build our mobile maker spaces. Mm-hmm. So we have a set of sewing machines, and some will be used in the building for classes. Um, I believe we have a sewing class coming up this month too. Um, which I will tell folks to go to the calendar for it because we have a ton of stuff on the October calendar. But um, the uh, machines were, the sewing machines were one part of that grant. So we'll have a couple okay. for checkout and some for classes in the building. All right. Natalie Draper, uh, once again from the Northfield Public Library, is with us right now. What else would you like to spotlight for this month? We have some amazing activities, as I mentioned, a very full calendar. Um, the artwork, of course, we'll be unveiling this on Friday the 21st at 2 o'clock. This is during MEA, so kids are out of school. Um, and this is great because this art is for kids. We also have a ton of other activities going on at that time, so if you have kids at home and you want to know what to do with them, bring them out to the library on the 20th and 21st. We always do a bunch of stuff during mm-hmm. during MEA. So this is right after the unveiling, is right after Minnesota Jack Sparrow from 1 to 2. Um, <laughs> I know Jack Sparrow. Uh-huh. He's, he's a, quite the character. <laughs> he is quite the character. <laughs> so that should be a lot of fun. So yeah. Then, yeah. Right after that, we'll do the unveiling. Um, then every Friday in October is Zumba at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, come on out, and this is more for adults and uh, and get your workout on. Zumba is a great workout. It's really fun. Do you do that right in the library? Energetic. We sure do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we fun. sure do. Um, also back are the tutors and they're all bilingual this year. Um, we're really fortunate to have three wonderful tutors, um, who are all bilingual in English and Spanish. So from four to six, completely free, no sign up required. Come on in with your kids K through 12 and they can mm-hmm. tutor them pretty much any subject. Um, and they're, they're all really nice people. Too. All right. So, good. <laughs> yep. Uh, once again, Natalie Draper is with us. Uh, anything else you'd like to feature this month? Well, of course, we had, you know, our Hispanic Heritage Festival mm-hmm. last month, which is amazing. We had about 3,000 people show up. Um, that was supported by the Minnesota State Arts Board, uh, a generous grant from them. And it was an incredible day. We have a lot of other activities during Hispanic Heritage Month, too. Um, we opened an exhibit last Friday. It is still on display. So you come in and, come in and see that. It's um, 
large-scale formal portraits by Javier Tavera, who's a professor of uh, art at Carleton College. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful portraits of folks in our um, Latino community. And they're all they're all around the library. They're on the first and second floor, so you can walk through now, and, and view those. Are those uh, photographs? Are yeah, they drawings? They're photos. I could have brought one of those in too for my <laughs> visual aid, but they're about like three by maybe maybe three by four. Mm -hmm. Brick, pretty big, um, beautiful black and white photographs of people and our friends and neighbors in the community. Um, and those will hopefully go on tour. I'm looking to work with the artists to install them in City Hall when they're done here. They'll be here at the library until the 15th, and then we'd like to move them to the second floor of City Hall mm -hmm. to display them for a couple of weeks, and then we'll probably display them in the Oasis after that. All right. Yeah. They'll so make their rounds around. get a few around. chances to, to see. They'll go Sounds on good. tour. Yep. Anything else? <clears throat> yeah. So the last thing I think that I have time for right now is... This morning, we have coffee and conversation from 9 to 11, as always, right after yeah. I'm, I'm here. We invite folks in that. We have a couple more of these after this month in November and December. And then in 23, we're going to switch it up and do something a little bit different, rolling out a new way for folks to connect. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll have more information about that later. So All right. Come out for the last few coffee and conversations of the year. And, and that's every time that you're on here. Every uh, yep. first Friday. Is it first Friday? So this would be it the is uh, first Friday. Yeah, first Friday. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for coming in. Always a pleasure talking with you. Always uh, good to find out what's going on at the library because there's always a lot of things going always on. Always a lot of things coming. And I know I have a library. bunch of stuff on my list that I did not get to. <laughs> <laughs> you can check out the website. Uh, yes. Yeah, check out the website for the Northfield Public Library. You'll be able to find that. Just Google it. Just search yeah, any MyNPL.org. There you have it. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming in. Always a pleasure. And uh, we will see you back next month. Natalie Draper, Director of Library Services for Northfield Public Library. We've got Rich standing by. Local news headlines coming up in a moment or so. News with the side of sports with Tim on the way. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club restaurant, where the pavilion and patio are open seven days a week. Join us for food, fun, and camaraderie. Dining here is definitely worth a short drive. Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club has become 